0: Okay, and I think we are recording. Hello, everybody. This is going to be a little awkward right off the bat. I'm transferred my closet room into a home office, and I'm trying to do a podcast through Zoom with my two good comedian friends, Joe Delaney and Chris Golbazan. How are you guys doing? I'm doing
1: good. How are you?
2: I'm fantastic, as always.
0: (laughs) You're fantastic in the midst of all this? (laughs) That's very on brand for you, Jeff. Why is that? I think you. Uh, I think you like to laugh at turmoil. Um. Yeah,
2: it makes it light, it makes it more people can uh, adjust to it easier. Charlie.
0: No, I totally agree, and you know I think that's the kind of the whole point of what, why I wanted to do this. You know, it's it's not it's. Uh, you took it too far. Quarantine edition, is what it is.
2: Locked away.
0: <laughs> and. and uh, I,
2: I feel You've been deprived of females for weeks.
0: Oh, that's what you want to say on the podcast. <laughs> 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 well, a great start. Are you doing so cables easy. right now while you're recording? What, what are you doing?
2: I'm just leaning back. Give me a break, okay, Charlie? Here,
0: here's the trick. He's about- the
1: females that's deprived.
0: <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare because we got three people that love to interrupt each other on one Zoom call. We can see each other's faces, but I'm just going to take the audio. Send this to Producer Will. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little uncomfortable that I don't have Producer Will over my shoulder playing on his phone. That makes me uncomfortable.
2: I'll play on my phone.
0: Yeah, well, we we know that. I think you played I think you played on your phone when you were a guest on the real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> if this voice sounds familiar, Uh, to the people who aren't dead and or new listeners. Uh, Joe Delaney has been on the uh, You Took It Too Far podcast before. I think he was episode two, if I'm not mistaken. Early days.
2: And when I say early days, I
0: mean of this six-month run that I've had with this um, interesting uh, adventure. But I've got a glass of wine poured. I got my friends on a Zoom call. And we're just going to, uh, you know, talk about comedy. I wanted to check in with you guys. How are you actually doing? Are we are we stressed out? Are we anxious? What's going on?
1: I'm honestly doing pretty good at this point. I don't know. It's – I've just been exercising a lot because, like, I don't know, there's nothing else to do. And then it's finally been nice nice weather for the past, like, week and a half. So I've just been chilling. I don't know.
0: I think a lot of the people with the – uh weather improving everyone's feeling better it was weird I went to the store the other day and it was very nice out so I had the windows down and I kind of turned on my music and it got a little loud and I was driving down the street and music playing people looking at me and then it took me about three stoplights until I realized like oh 15,000 people are dead I probably should turn the music down
1: (laughs) that's true it's
0: weird Joe how are you holding up
2: I'm doing all right. It's not too bad. Um, Cause like I work four days a week, and so I can talk to people who aren't my family.
0: And where are uh, you working for the last
2: we- uh Wegmans. It's a grocery store. It's the best grocery store. Shameless plug. Uh, Barstool uh, Pizza Review gave our frozen pizzas an 8.1 stars. It's the best frozen pizza they've had so far.
0: Wait, you so, have uh, a frozen pizza brand?
2: Like a store? Yeah, brand? Well, it's like it's a store brand. It's the frozen pizza, and then Stool Presidente, Yeah. Reviewed it, I think, like, a day or two ago, and even 8.1 stars.
1: Wait, Joe, are you an essential employee?
2: Um, essential employee? Yes. Employees
1: I am. i you get the carts?
2: I, I pull carts. I check out people's food. I clean stuff. I am helping turn the gears out of America's economy. I'm just helping people survive this epidemic because I'm so selfless like that.
0: Well, Joe, let me ask you: Are you, What's the uh, safety precautions being taken? Are you masked up in
1: there?
2: Uh, no. no. Uh, when I pull carts, I wear gloves. But when I'm on register, I wipe it down after every customer. I use sanitizer. If you have to wear a mask, we have to uh, take a training. A five minute training. But I'm just lazy.
1: Uh, so wait, wait, wait. You have to take a training just to wear a mask? Yeah. You, it's It doesn't yeah. like that hard of a thing to do. It's well, you know, crazy. it's not
0: the, exactly the top brass over at Wagons, apparently.
1: Uh, <laughs> I Yeah, you're right. How do you think Joe got the job?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, you guys don't want to know.
0: Did you just pop a pill, Joe? I'm not Take judging. Tacks. Take tax. Take tax. Charlie, how have you been? Um, I'm all right. Uh, I, I actually am exercising a lot more, too, which is good. I wasn't doing that at school. Feels good to be, like, back in that routine. I always exercise more when I'm at home than when I'm at school. I think it's probably because I have less to do. And I have, like – I always – I like to go run. I have a bike trail right next to my house that, like, runs for miles. So I like to get on there. So I'm feeling a little bit better about that. I don't – you know, I'm I'm drinking too much. That's a problem. But I feel like (laughs) – like the the guilt of the drinking is making me exercise more, so I don't know. Maybe it's a two birds with one stone scenario there.
2: Well, I think it balances out
0: because it's like, oh man, I drank you know two bottles of wine last night. I should at least go for a jog, and it's getting me outside.
1: That's good motivation,
2: and you're also helping businesses in America. I'm am helping you're buying more wine. So you're buying I mean, the wine.
0: Yeah, that's true. There, there's not going to be a shortage on... Uh, there's definitely. I am saving going. a lot.
1: Do you guys hear my dog? What,
0: what was, that? was that? Your, was that a dog? That was my dog. You might want to go rescue it from the meat grinder that I got into.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I guess I, I, I told you guys before we started recording, we had about a, a five-minute warm-up conversation before I pressed the record button. I definitely don't want to conduct this like a normal podcast. If anyone's listened to the prior episodes, I think it'd be a little bit too formal for like a three person zoom call. I don't have that close uh, proximity connection that I do with normally with my guests. I'm just staring at you guys' faces, which, you know, I could usually avoid in the podcast studio. Uh, Chris,
2: (laughs) you you can look away from the screen, right?
0: Yeah. But then, you know, then I, I don't know. I'm worried that like, (laughs) I, my constant anxiety while I'm recording this is I'm scared that it's just something's going to crash or something's going to happen. My computer's going to get hacked. I I don't know. I don't know if we're just like suddenly going to... My Netflix account got hacked this morning. You need to borrow one? What What's that? You want to borrow one? No, I fixed it, but I got an email this morning and it was like, uh, yeah, new login on Netflix. And I was like, oh, maybe it was my dad or something. You know, I don't know. I was like, nope, I don't think my dad is in Hanoi, Vietnam. (laughs) So I had to go ahead and change the password. (laughs) So tensions are high on the technological department. This is a tough time for people that aren't technologically advanced, such as myself. I'm not good with computers. Like figuring out all these, how are you guys doing with classes, online classes?
1: It's hard for me to remember to go to these things. Like, all day you just do nothing, and the next thing you know it's, like, 7 o'clock, and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot I had four glasses today or something. Yes,
0: I've already done that as well. I've already done that a couple times.
1: Every day is a weekend to me, like, feels. So I'm- I think that plays
0: into the drinking aspect is because I have my brain trained that as long as I don't have to get up early in the morning and do something, that it's okay to consume alcohol at night.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Because then I mean, you-, you
1: can take all, you can take all your classes in bed. Like you don't need to worry about being hung over. Like, Oh, I got to walk 10 minutes to class.
0: I, ha- I have one class that I have to actually log on to and participate with my camera on and my microphone on. Uh, it's not, it's not great. I don't like that class to begin with. And now I have these people popped up on my computer for an hour and 35 minutes. We're all stumbling over each other and, uh, it, it's a it's a drama studies class, so there's a lot of uh, play readings in it, and she's still making us do the readings, even though it's on the computer. So we get like assigned characters, and everybody's trying to like unmute at the right time to talk, and then we end up like going over each other. It's an absolute nightmare. I don't know why she's continuing it to make us do that, but it is what it is.
1: That sounds like a fun play to do on stage. A bunch of people acting as if they're on Zoom, <laughs> trying to like. <laughs> That would be a fun improv thing to watch, honestly.
0: Actually, I should pitch that because uh, my assignment that's due tomorrow night is I have to write two small play scenes that are a reaction to the current pandemic we're facing. Um, So I know that everybody was gonna write probably some very somber, uh, serious pieces. So my first piece is uh, about a guy who finally gets a stimulus check but then loses it all to a social distancing citation.
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he loses twelve hundred bucks because he stands too
0: close to someone. Well, the uh, the fine in New York is a thousand right now. But
2: there's there's actually a fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, like Cuomo said, like it's not about the money. We just want people to follow these guidelines. But yes, there's an actual. $1,000 fine in New York right now. That's what inspired this. I was like, what if you are, like, on the way to your bank to cash your $1,200 um, and, like, something, like, very, like, Larry route you. Yeah, something very He's Larry David. someone on
1: accident.
0: Exactly. Something very curb happens, and then uh, all of a sudden you have this $1,000 fine and you can't pay your bills.
2: Yeah, I thought that was a joke, the fine. Oh, also, I like to say for the listeners at home, Whenever Charlie takes a pause between what he's saying, he's taking a drink of a uh, Cabernet. Is that it? It's a,
0: it's a Chianti actually.
2: Okay. okay yes. But just so the, uh, the, the listeners know whether sometimes it's this little pause, it's because Charlie's just, uh, uh, greasing his wheels. Is that a, is that
0: a, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying to keep the throat cleared up so I can, you know, talk more proficiently.
1: Joe, your IHS shouldn't even know types of wine. Me? I don't know types
2: of wine. I don't care about types of wine.
0: Joe,
1: would you be if willing to you know share your story
0: about... What story? ...that is in relation to alcohol? Because I think it's very funny.
2: Well, this is actually not a very funny story. This is a very very serious story. And one I, will, I made a mistake, and I will not repeat it again because I've learned from my actions.
0: That's the appropriate thing to say before you...
2: Yes. This and story. then what one who would be describing my story, who's not me, what they would say... Is they were in a dorm room with, I don't know, 25 people. And
0: crammed 25 people into a dorm room.
2: <laughs> I think we got to 26, but let's say 25. And we're 25. Someone knocks on the door, opens it up. It's the RD. And she's looking at us, and there's like shitty K everywhere. And there's just like white claws on the ground everywhere. And she's like, all right, guys. And I was the first one in front of her, and I gave her my ID because she asked for it. The thing was, I'm sober, I don't drink at all. And so she carded like a third half the people there,
0: and I was like one
2: of the only people carded.
0: That that's one of the most important parts. I should have prefaced with that: is that you are sober.
2: Yes, I do not drink.
0: You do not no, drink alcohol.
1: No drugs or alcohol. You still oh. get a violation.
0: Yes, that's the ironic part of it. What irony here? Are you gonna fight that?
2: No, nah, my hearing already happens. It's a fifty dollars fine. It's not bad. Oh, fifty. It's, a, it's fifty dollars sober fine. It's complicity. If you're in a room with alcohol, you get
0: complicity. Gotcha. I've never gotten I, – I never had any dorm room fiascos where I was charged with anything. And I equally have had quite the uh, uh, parties in my dorm room when I was a freshman. Like, it was just – like, there's nowhere else to go, so everyone just crams in. I don't think – did you actually have 25? Is that, is that I'm, dead,
2: I'm dead serious. What was the square
0: footage on that bad boy?
2: Uh, it was a single room, but it was in Hepburn's was a little bit bigger. And then they had one of the beds bunked. The beds were bunked, And so they got a little more, uh, a little more leeway that way.
0: My sophomore year, I had to throw all the parties in our room because our, we had the biggest dorm room. And my freshman year, too, actually, because we had a corner room. So I feel like I'm always I was always throwing the parties freshman year.
2: It's riskier for the parties because you get busted even
0: worse. (laughs) Not in my freshman year dorm. Oh my god, my RA—he was such a chill guy. Couldn't care. He was—he didn't drink or anything. He was very like clean-cut guy, but he just did not care what we did. And then he also was in the uh, archaeology club at Miami or something like that. So he was gone every other weekend for three-day weekends, and no one patrolled our halls on weekends.
2: And so this was free.
0: It, we Pretty had rain. we had like dorm corridor block parties where every room was just <laughs> propped open everybody was boozing and then you could just like walk to room to room stop in say hello you know we walked around with open containers my freshman year in our hallways cuz no hall one would no one checked no one the ever hall? checked
2: what hall was that
0: that was anderson hall
2: anderson i love anderson it's
0: nice south campus Trent, you, you've there. just been sitting there. Are you contemplating, like, something? or You, you have this...
1: No, you, I've just been listening. I didn't want to jump in and
0: interrupt. That, that is a tricky part of this, is, like, we can't interrupt each other. Maybe we should do, like, a hand raise thing. Like, yes, I have a point. You can do that. You can,
2: uh... <laughs> wait, wait. Let me do it real quick.
0: For, uh... Well, that's good raise radio, Joe. Uh, he just put a, an emoji <laughs> in the top corner Jesus of his... Jesus
1: Christ, dude.
2: You can raise your hand. You can also do a thumbs up. And you can put my hand down, actually, as the moderator. How
1: about how about this one? Does this one work?
2: <laughs> uh, for the listeners back home, that is Chris currently flipping us off.
1: No, not you guys. Just Joe.
2: Just me. All right. Now he's discriminating against Charlie. I'm sorry, Charlie, that you're not included in this.
1: I've been flipped
0: off by Chris a couple times in my life.
2: Speaking of Chris The greatest thing I've ever seen in my life or One of the funniest things I've ever seen Was a video of Chris At Newbar freshman year That was my sophomore year Get
1: sophomore it right Sophomore year
2: Sorry you look the same
1: <laughs> I think I still do now
2: <laughs> but Joe, there.
0: Joe found the uh, Oh we just got a time limit Increase from Zoom So that was very Thank great. you Zoom Um, Joe, I think you probably found the fountain of youth when you were six years old and
2: stayed that way.
0: (laughs) Hey, it works. Hey, that's going to pay off for you
2: soon. When I'm 50, I'm going to look like I'm 25. If that. That's true. We're going to college parties when I'm retired.
0: Don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, speaking of zoom and all of its graciousness and, uh, also cons. Chris, you did a Zoom open mic.
1: Yeah, and I'm probably not going to ever do one again. Ooh,
2: That's got to be rough.
0: Give us the rundown on how they work, how you got involved in it, and then of course, you know, how did it go? But tell me, like how, tell me how they're structured and how you even found out about it.
1: So, like, I found out about it through there's a, a Facebook group, uh, Michigan Comics Network. It's got like a couple thousand people in there. And that's where like all the open mics are and like run through throughout the whole state. Um, and so I joined this one and I, was, I just joined it the week before just to see like, oh, how like, everyone is, like is it well run? And the host was good. Like there was some funny people in there and it seemed pretty well organized. So I was like, all right, next week I'll do this and do some like new material. Um, apparently though, if you don't have like really good internet, you probably shouldn't do it because like I was going through my set and it kind of sucked because I got a few laughs and I was kind of early on in the list and I was the first person to actually get some like good laughs. And then about two minutes in, it just cuts out and I'm just like, well, there goes my time because it just, I just got disconnected from the call I you don't know. It was weird. So it's really awkward. People though. are like laughing it's it, it's so weird because like the way i was like you can at least on zoom you can do your best to set it up so that there's like everyone's like screen and i turned my sound all the way up and then after i'd say a joke i knew there was going to be some sort of with like the internet and everything so i'd pause like w- like a little bit extra and then sometimes people would laugh and be like all right this worked but if it didn't it would like a, if a joke bombed, you bomb even harder because you're just sitting there for, like, six seconds. You're like, okay, wait, there wasn't a delay. That just sucked. Huh. So, like, that really kills, <laughs> kills your atmosphere. <laughs> and people are looking at you like, come on, say your stuff, man. It's like,
0: oh, oh, did you guys lag a little bit? Because I said at the airport, you know, at the, at the <laughs> airport. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
1: That's exactly how You're just
0: repeating your punchlines three times in a row waiting.
1: Dude, there was one guy, this was the week before I did it, and I just watched. Oh, you served um, The audio was super bad for this guy's, like, whole time. And this, they give you seven minutes. And this guy went for about, like, five or six. And then f- someone finally t- tells him, hey, man, we can't really hear you that well. And then he just starts going, oh, so can I just redo my whole thing? <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? No, not at all. Ugh.
0: I, yeah. I heard about these calls a little bit. I I saw on the uh, Cincinnati uh, open mic page that people were trying to organize them Instagram Live, Zoom, what have you, and I immediately said there's no way in hell.
2: No, and then uh, I know like Go Bananas in Cincinnati. They had an Instagram Live one, and I listened to part of it. It was just super weird though because it'd be the the guy uh the guy hosting and then the comic going up, and you couldn't hear anyone laugh so you just say a joke wait a few seconds to nothing and just hope people didn't think it was terrible and just move on and it was just kind of it it's
1: weird. it's really weird cuz you're not like fate like I'm still walking right now but it's like there's no energy between like even if you had a joke that like worked and like gets laughs, you're not all in the same room together. So it's like you know how when you're in a room and you're just whether you know the audience are like on stage, you like feel that energy. You don't hear that at all. So like every single joke, every ten seconds sounds like your first like ten seconds on stage every time. So it's like I don't know, it's really that, rough.
2: That comedy thing that was on last Saturday, the to raise money for the for comics. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. Um, that's in our group chat. It was like
1: four but, at four, four, whatever. Yeah, four. That f- f- yeah,
2: thing? that thing. Yeah, so Anthony Jessmick was supposed to be part of it, but then um he did it weird. So he and uh, the guy in the podcast, he recorded a podcast, and that's something they wanted, so they just didn't use it. But Jesmik was saying how it just kind of just didn't go well at all, just because there's just like no audience. People were just telling jokes, kind of like nobody, and it was just really uncomfortable for everybody involved. <laughs>
0: I just, I had no interest in doing that. Like I would rather just hold off, save up. I mean, it's difficult. And I was even worried about that on a smaller scale for just recording. This is like, I'm not, I can see you guys. Of course it lags a little bit. I can hear you guys pretty well. I hope the audio is turning out well. We'll find out when I send it to producer Will. Yeah. I'm probably going to get a, a text back from producer Will. Like what the hell do you want to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> It's, just, it's you rambling, and then everyone else just glitching. I don't know what you. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> but but at the same time, like we're usually in the studio, and specifically in the studio that we record in, it's so small that you are just you're not even five foot away from the person that you're interviewing or the person that you're talking to. So you can feed off of each other, and you can give each other looks. And kind of know how the conversation's going. You can read body language, you know, and that is just of the utmost importance when you're doing comedy. I got into an argument with my friend the other day because he was trying to tell me that all these musicians that are doing uh, concerts, like where no one can like react, is the same as comedians doing that. No, no, (laughs) that is not the same thing because. When you're doing a song, I mean, yeah, I'm sure when you're a musician, it feels great to get that crowd reaction and you can feel the energy of the crowd. But the way you sing the song
1: doesn't change whether there's two people or 2,000 people in the audience. There, there's also a reason why people listen to songs however they're recorded, whether it's like acoustic or like super well done with the studio. They listen to songs a hundred times on repeat or whatever, and opposed to comedy, where it's like, well, will maybe listen to like a couple jokes they like, or like an album, like a couple times in a row, like three times, four times, maybe. Norm- you know, like there's, a, it's just a two completely different mediums in terms right.
0: of. Yeah, normal people, I, I will listen to the yeah, single comedy album 3,000 times in a row and never get tired of it. I listen just like all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I've listened to like uh, George Carlin's Class Clown? Or, well, I
1: don't know, but I can guess. Like at least in the high dozens.
0: Yeah, it was meant to be a hypothetical. See, that's what I'm talking. You couldn't even tell that I was trying to do a rhetorical. You know what I mean? That's that's the problem. See, I mean,
2: I, I mean, I knew that, but I'm just trying to. So I guess it we went over Chris's head. That's awkward.
0: You keep on looking down at your whatever you're doing, Joe. What are you What are you doing there?
2: I'm on my phone right now.
1: I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Have you guys not seen me on my? iPhone uh yeah Chris on this phone the entire time. Are you kidding? Well I'm actually checking news. I haven't been no, on all one really, time. I've checked I'm like really three times. The UFC canceled their or ESPN canceled UFC's fight. Yeah, I, I, know, just, I,
0: I wish UFC would get canceled
1: forever. Why? Oh, you don't like watching people get the
0: get the shit no. beaten
1: out of them? I don't okay.
0: if like uh, what kind of yeah, I, I'm trying to I've made kind of like a little pact with myself that every single time I record a podcast episode now, I have to throw out like a very unagreeable take for a lot of people. If you listen to a last episode that just came out recently with Jake Sierra, I threw out a very hot take about uh, men wearing shorts and
1: sandals and pajamas. All at once or like just in like all?
0: No, just those three topics. Like, Because he was talking about, you know, because Jake Sierra is a teacher now, uh, you know, high school teacher. And he was talking about, you know, how the dress codes changed and whatnot. And he was like, men can't wear shorts at my high school anymore. And I was like, I'm totally okay with that. I don't think men should ever wear shorts in public.
2: I think you're just – you just don't have good legs like I do.
0: <laughs> Is that it? I, but I don't like – I don't think men should <laughs> – I, I don't think uh, men should go full toe in public. The whole toe? Uh,
2: like I think.
1: I think Isn't
0: Santa, that a Manuscalco we bit? But the beaches. Is, beach. yeah, is that a Manoscalco? Definitely has a bit about people wearing when he had to do the uh, like the barefoot in the house. When he had to take his shoes off at the day, dinner yeah. party. That's the Manoscalco bit, and I think that like I don't know if he used the term "full toe" because I think Jake Sierra said that but he said something <laughs> very similar. When he did the comedians and cars in coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, he did that bit like in conversation. And mm-hmm. I wish he would have used it the same way as he did in his special. He's like, how am I supposed to enjoy a nice conversation when I'm staring at some guy's golden toe? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever wear golden toes as a kid? The socks? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, the light crew socks that have golden fabric on the toes and the heels? Golden toe socks?
1: I think okay. I had a couple pairs when I was really young.
0: So you're not planning on doing any more uh, Zoom open mics?
1: No, I thought I'd give it a shot. I mean, I wrote like a bunch of new material, and I was like, I want to just like try it. And I knew like it was better to do the Zoom or open mics earlier than later. So like people I kind of want to just get it out there. Because Pre- I think more and more people are going to be like, all right, these aren't as good. Let's just wait till they're That's open. The aspect of it.
0: I think, it's, I think it's good to do comedy pre-Apex. Of the uh, the virus, mm-hmm. because I feel like people, a lot of like, there's no comedic audience right now. I feel like, or am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong.
1: Um, or, well, the only audience there is one? is for specials. It's like if you've already had something that's like, someone's phone's going off. Oh,
2: that was wrong.
1: Um, there's an audience for specials or albums if you already recorded something beforehand.
0: Oh, well, yeah, of course. But I mean, right now, like, do you really think that people want to? Well, that that's another point is like a general audience member is not going to watch amateur comedy online
2: right now. We're fun. They, podcasts have, or it means a podcast, they have like YouTube shows. Um, they're like stre- there's streaming stuff anyway. So why would they listen to open mics when they can just listen to legit paid comedians?
0: I think that's a question that people would pose if there isn't a pandemic. I think there's a lot of people like that. That's true. But that kind of leads to a segue, Chris, because it could, do you have some of your material? I'd want
1: to hear um, it. Let's see. <laughs> Let me check.
0: I, I think, as I said before we started recording, I want to address, uh, so what, what a lot of comedians always do, amateur or professional, is they pitch jokes to each other. I mean, that's how you run material before you... Let me the- go
1: find my notes.
0: Okay. Chris is going to go away. He's going to go find his notes. That just leaves me and Joe, and Joe's playing on his phone, so I guess that just means me.
2: I'll listen, I'll listen, I'll listen. What's up?
0: No, but it was just like I said before we started recording. Uh, you know, you have... Uh, opinions, the way that they run jokes is by each other. You know, you don't just take a joke out to the crowd. I mean, that's how you develop them before an audience sees them, is with another yeah. And uh, that's what we were doing on these Zoom calls before I thought to record them for a podcast. And I'm sure that's what a lot of comedians are doing, like, on phone calls and stuff right now. Mike Berbiglia has now monetized it for charity, which I think is fantastic. Um, have you seen those, Joe? Have you seen those yet?
2: The- I've seen – I saw the one with John Mulaney, the end, like, last, like, 12 seconds of it. And I saw another one with – was it Gary uh, – Gallman? Gallman, yeah. I think I saw part
0: of that one. So Mike Brabiglia is getting on Instagram live, I think, every single day with another very famous comedian, and they're kind of just pitching jokes to each other, uh, you know, having a laugh uh, for tipyourweightstaff.com. That's Mike Brabiglia's new site, and he's using it to raise money through donations for a uh, comedy club. Wait, staffs like all over the country, and then people are getting on and uh, donating to various clubs. I just wanted to like address that before we basically just jump into basically what Mike Rabigley is doing on his Instagram lives because that's not an original idea. But the fact, the genius to turn it into a charity is, I would say, it's good. That's a genius idea. They've raised like hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Yeah, they throw a lot just because people. People, whoever fundraise now, like all the musicians and everything, they seem to be getting a lot of money.
0: I think people are kind of uniting and willing to help out. I mean, because it's even more difficult for comedy clubs because you know restaurants are still open and doing carry out right now, but they're not a uh, they're not like shipping out burgers from like the comedy cellar or something. Like, <laughs> no, one's, no one's ordering in at at uh, the comedy
1: store or some like the Funny Bone uh, Diner in Aries. Well. Also like after everything's open again, people are gonna want to go back to a restaurant. But like someone was I think Chris Delia said like comedy in general is like a disposable income thing. It's oh we have like oh as a family or like as a couple or whoever, it's like we have extra money, let's go do this right now. Right. And like that's like dinner and a show is way more expensive than just dinner or just like a show in general is gonna be more expensive. And because like the economy's all fucked, like one stuff re. You open up. It's they can't expect like all these comedy stores to just be packed houses again, you know. A restaurant a maybe, point. but
0: well. And here's another point: is how willing are people going to be to go out when things first reopen? Are you going to play it
1: cautious for the first? Uh, weeks? I need to get a job this summer, so I'm probably going to work retail.
0: I need to do. <laughs> too. I, I mean, but like, are you going to be willing to like rush out to a bar or something and be around a bunch of people? No. I don't think I am either. Or maybe I am.
1: We'll see what I'll do. Else. I'll do open mics, but like I'm not going to be going out like I don't like for a night of drinking I don't think. We'll see. That okay. might not even be an option.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I mean, of course we got to play a bit here.
1: Did you grab your notes? Yeah, I found they were on my desk the whole time.
0: <laughs> so, what did you like what what kind of material are you doing? I, let, let's pitch, let's hear some Let's hear some of
1: your Zoom failed open mic. Uh... I, I opened with Corona um, a couple things on that. One of them like you we talked, one of them we talked about last time. It was like how coming out with Corona, it's like a, you're like coming out as a – or if you're saying you have Corona, it's like coming out as a neo-Nazi. We talked about that last time, and then I kind of yeah, just, just threw in a line.
0: We're recording this now for people that didn't hear us talk in our private conversation. Uh, that's true. <laughs> um, because that's a bold statement. It's like coming out with corona. That's that's like really out there. You're taking to so explain yourself.
1: Well, I was about to say the next line to make it a little easier, but it's like oh, it's like saying you have corona. It's, it's like such a contagious disease, and like how everyone's freaking out about it. It's like um, where's the line? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I'm gonna. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to talk to you and most of us think you're better off locked away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that one got laughs. I couldn't remember. Um, one that did, though, this one was the only thing I remember for sure that got... The one girl laughed really hard. Um, it was how, like... It, I was like, oh, it's nice that we're all coming together, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, even little things like the Zoom call, but I was like, these things freak me out a little because I know there's one guy in here not for the comedy. He's just thinking all right, when shit really goes down, I'm going to break into that guy's house first. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that a, one got people. That's, good. that's, that's
0: creative, good. dude. That would, way to take the uh, like the topical, topicality of the situation that's going on and make a joke out of it. That's fantastic.
1: I like topical jokes when I can get them to work. They're fun.
0: I mean, that, that, um, that's inventive. That's a good point too. There's just someone making like there's a robber out there who's like people are making it very easy to scope out houses, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it was one thing I thought was crazy was like, I mean, a lot of these people that were in the open mic, they were like fam, like they had like a family. Like one dude, he was just had like his kids walking around. I'm like, I guess that's like kind of okay, but it's like these are just a bunch of strangers, and you're showing us your living room. (laughs) It is weird. I set up my camera. So like, it was just a white wall. So like, I mean, that's also part of like how you're supposed to act when you're on stage. It's like, unless it's your thing to like dress super extravagantly, like, I don't know. I usually try to just wear like a solid color shirt. It just like put all the focus on you and your material. It's like, don't take focus away from what you're saying. So like I was looking through people's sets and I was like, Oh, cool. you have like weird stuffed animals there. What the fuck is that?
0: I don't know. That's an interesting point. When you're doing normal comedy, Joe, do you have like a like a go-to outfit? Uh,
2: yeah. So when it's nicer, usually I wear khakis and a black shirt, like a black Louis C.K. kind of shirt. Um, just because it's so an open shirt. <laughs> yeah, I-, I walk into that one. All right, all right, all right. Uh, then I, I just also then when it gets colder, I wear a long sleeve black or gray shirt and khakis. Short sleeves on stage. I sometimes wear a short sleeve black shirt like in the, when it's hotter just because it's hot. And also, I don't, like other people do it so I'm like, I don't care. That's so I want to wear a suit one day. Like, that's I want to do comedy in a suit, but like.
0: Well, I always I go
1: blazer go. button down no matter what.
0: Yeah. It's become my shtick.
1: Sick. It works for you though. I'm still kind of figuring out what I like but I think I I figured out just like usually a crew neck and then some sort of like nicer pants like jeans I, or something I, don't I know.
0: do like I keep it like I don't wear like a too formal like I wear the blazer and I wear the button down shirt but then I go mm. I, I go jeans like a dark denim so it's you know that works with you pretty I casual you. pretty casual
2: you're yeah, pretty cute oh <laughs> I say
1: that I oh, man. we're not editing that out that's for sure Oh, man. No, no, that was wow. <laughs> That's the podcast. Oh, that's three oh, seconds. Intro, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty cute. We're done. <laughs> what else did you do on that Zoom call? Anything good? Um, Let's see. This one, I I think this bombed, and this is, I think, the last they said before it cut out. So, like, maybe they weren't able to hear it, or maybe it's just terrible. But I think the idea is there. I just got to figure out a way to make it work.
0: Well, that's what but it's like.
1: For. It's kind of just the idea that, like, attractive people are able to get away with things more than, like, other people. Um, and I was kind of just like, this is a weird rule we have as humans. Um, and it's like, we, and it's, the weirdest thing about it is, like, we only apply it to ourselves. And, like, for other and for animals, it's, like, the opposite. And here's where this just might be terrible. But, like, the idea I have of this is, like, if like a race, like a gorgeous racing stallion. If it disobeys once, we put it down. But if a donkey farts a lot, he's great for parties. Okay, maybe it's terrible. <laughs> another thing, well, here's another line I have. It's like, if a, purebre- if, like, a purebred dog humps your leg, it's poorly trained. It's kind of the same thing. Um, but, but if a rescue does, then it's like, oh, that's just like, I said Sparky. I'm just trying to think of like a stereotypical like rescue dog name. I don't know. Maybe this idea is just terrible.
0: I I think it. I think you have a good point, and I, I'm not sure where you go with it. Comparing it to other
1: animals, okay. Maybe I, I'm taking. I feel like a, no, a
0: rough comparison. <laughs> Joke mm-hmm. input.
2: Um, I, the idea I think is there. I just think if the examples would have to
1: be stronger, I better, you can yeah. say that. You can just no, say my lines are I'm shit. To, I would like to know. hear that rather than oh, it's fine. I don't like Fair being coddled. Um, Audience isn't gonna coddle you when you're bombing.
0: I wish they would sometimes.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, maybe instead of saying like, uh, like for first example, so you put down the race horse and then it's, if it does not only really once, put it down Donkey Forest. it's great. Maybe instead of comparing two different things, compare the same thing. Like you don't um, reward a horse for throwing. It's ride or off, you just shoot it in the head.
1: I don't know. But, oh, like, Jesus. Jesus. Christ. That's what I tried doing with the dog. It's like a purebred dog. It's like if it humps your leg, you, you, everyone just thinks like a purebred dog, it's like it's got to be nice or Like, I don't know, it costs like $4,000 or whatever. And it's like, okay, that dog is doing that. It's just poorly trained. But, like, a rescue dog, it's like all disgusting and like muddy or like just, it picked it up from like the pound like the other day. You don't expect it to have like good behavior, you know? Yeah. I, don't I think, know. honestly, if I think... you let it you let it slide.
0: I don't know about the attractive people like comparison premise that you're starting with, but I do okay. like that idea of a uh, of a rescue dog almost like comparing it like giving it more leeway than you would like a like a pure like a like from a a breeder like oh, it's had a troubled past,
1: okay I don't well, I'll see i I'm gonna keep the idea I'll back pocket it for now because like. It just doesn't. It's weird. I've sent it to somebody else to Rhiannon, to be specific, and then like just the the written transcript, and she was like, "There's something there, but it's you got to work on it."
0: It's it's something for sure. Rhiannon's a good person to run. I, I hopefully I can get her on this podcast at some point. Uh, that's just a very funny lady who just if you run a joke by her, like she always has like a good idea, or she can tell you like where you need to like pinpoint it i think it's i don't know if it's because she watches so much comedy or she just has that intuition but you can always she always has a a little bit
1: of both
0: it's a little bit of both i think she just has a good sense of joke it's always good to run jokes by her it's good to have like a couple people that you can always run jokes by where you know they're going to tell you to it straight and then you can also trust their opinion (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it's like you can ask somebody about a joke and they're like yeah that's funny and it's like yeah but you think knock knock jokes are funny
1: yeah (laughs)
0: I think Joe may have fallen asleep. I don't know. I'm still here. You just keep on leaning back in the camera, which other people can't see. So I don't know why I keep on bringing it up. I'm
2: sorry. I know you missed my beautiful face, Charlie. Don't worry. I, I do.
0: Remember. You know, it's, it's tough being, you know, holed up in a closet trying to record uh, record podcasts for entertainment, not for other people, but for myself. Joe, did you, have you been working on anything?
2: I know. I've been like writing, writing. I've been kind of putting down ideas. Like I've this, I got to find it. I've noticed some, like three different things. All right. Um. So there's there's like a superhero one I said last time. I just got to work on more. Uh, not that list know what they are, but they can deal with that. Um, this thing, it's like, where am I? I don't know. Okay, this is the joke I'm working on. I, it's all right. It needs work, but it's the uh, um. My nickname back home is Lightning McQueen, uh, because all my exes said that I am speed. That's. that's <laughs> I said that differently than I wrote it, but that's pretty like, much like. I don't
0: know. I I like the punchline, and I know that's like the the catchphrase from the movie. But I just feel like you have to set it up different for some reason. Like when you texted that to me, I it took me a second. I don't know. Am I wrong, Chris?
1: I mean, I like kids but i agree like i have no idea how you're going to set that up as a joke it's just like a good one-liner in my eyes wait like, is if like...
2: I, I was thinking just that could be just like one like cause what i usually do with my sets is like do a where I, what i've been in recently is like four or five one-liners and then more story kind of bits longer bits
0: oh you like mixing up format in a set one set
2: kind of because i just like somewhat, someone, someone likes, I like, and sometimes I just want to write a bit. And so I just kind of throw it together because why not? But uh, what I had originally when I texted you was. Never mind. I don't know where I texted you. Never mind.
0: What, what other stuff do you, you got?
2: My ex girlfriend gave me the nick. No, okay. Uh, other stuff I have? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, I was working on uh, a thing, which is th- th- this is going to sound bad. And I apologize, but you got listening if I get used to it. Um, that the N word is not the worst N word there is. Or, uh, you could say no to your girlfriend, and that's worse. Or just like maybe not worse. It's because it's really bad to say the other thing. But just like it's something you never want to do. Maybe say it's like because you never be like I'm gonna say. Who says no to their girlfriend? I mean, you say, like, you, you don't say no. You say something
1: similar to that. Here's where I think you're wrong, Joe. I know more <laughs> people that say no to their girlfriend than just say the end word <laughs> So.
2: Really? I've, everyone I've heard is like, oh, yeah. They kind of, like, talk to her. Like, I'll do it later. Or, like, oh, i want to do this instead. I don't hear them say no. <laughs> Let's just skip that for now. <laughs>
1: This Uh-oh. might, this might have to get cut out to save I'm Joe. <laughs> <all> I <right. laughs> might,
0: yeah, might need
1: a cut. <laughs> who, who are <laughs> All right. Joe might just be admitting he hangs out with a bunch of white supremacists. <laughs> Although no, right. we did all go to Miami, so. We did. All right. Here's an idea. Um, It's like, you know, all the
2: girls are like, I'm five foot with a six, two attitude.
0: I thought that was you. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said
2: it. Chris is Chris is the short one here. I'm the young looking one. You're like the your dad and Chris is the short one. We all have our roles, okay?
0: Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I don't
2: like this I don't like this crossbreeding
0: between.
1: Dude, we're okay. We're not breeding.
0: <laughs> Jesus. What is it you with a, Now you're bringing up breeding and like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. In, yeah, okay. Maybe My he nose is a right flag
1: hanging up in your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other side is just the Confederate flag. Yeah.
2: It's actually an American flag, guys.
0: I don't know, those stars look pretty circular.
2: Uh, <laughs> all fifty of them. Uh, I don't know I don't know I've been working on nothing. Okay. Uh Terrence Howard. Uh he wins he recently won a small penis blackmail victory against his ex wife, which I'm already joking sure about. Wait like wait, what happened? Who? Terrence Howard. This guy.
0: Terrence Howard.
2: I don't know, I read this in the news. I like He's an empire. He's a, the, the, the main character in Empire. Okay. Um, his ex-wife was on blackmail, saying that she'll send out like pictures that like, prove that he has a small penis. And then like, he brought a lawsuit saying, like, he, you can't do that. It was something. But he just pretty much admitted he has a small penis to, win, to stop his ex-wife from telling people he has a small pe- penis.
1: Wait, is this in real life or in the TV show?
2: Real life, real life. This is the actor. Okay. And you're going to talk about it? I have no idea. Literally, you just it, wrote
1: down that you're just really intrigued by this man having a small penis, apparently.
2: No, it's just because he, like, amended it to stop his ex-wife from telling people about it.
1: Oh, so you're saying that, like, if he actually had a not-small penis, he wouldn't have to be afraid of her, yeah. like, slandering him or whatever?
2: Yeah okay i don't know i'm not sure
0: let me ask you guys a question I, I i've been writing a little bit um i told you guys about the hunting bit i want to do like an anti-hunting bit mm-hmm. um you guys ever do a joke that's like not a joke and the fact that it's not a joke is what makes it funny
1: like it's just truthful not truth okay
0: so Woody, i don't know i'm kind of yeah it's a poor explanation but So I'm kind of doing a joke about, like, hunting and, you know, how I don't understand it and blah, blah, blah. But, like, you used to have to do it to survive. Mm -hmm. Back in the old days, like, if you didn't hunt, like, you just didn't get to eat. You You were dead. Part of survival, right. But obviously that's not the case anymore. So I'm kind of doing, I want to do a bit how, like, could you imagine if people from the past who had to hunt to survive suddenly had a Walmart? I think Mm -hmm. they'd just go there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you honestly could stop at Walmart and get a couple laughs if you just said that.
0: Do you think that, like, maybe you say, like, I think they just all go there. Like, it's not even really a joke, but just me tacking that on. Sometimes I hear comedians do, like, it's just Oh, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying?
1: I mean, that's just, that's honestly, like, in a lot of, I guess it depends which, who you are. Or like what aisle is but like sometimes it's harder to do than actually write like a set up punchline it's just add like a couple words that are just conversational but like add, add more after you know oh
0: i i kind of wrote a tag for that where i said you know like i said could you imagine if they suddenly had a walmart i think they'd all just go there but of course there would still be one asshole in the village who would slather himself in deer piss and call it a sport
1: <laughs> i like that
0: That's good. That's good. I don't know. I've just been kind of like playing around this hunting bit. It's like the only bit that I've written since I've been home. Just I don't know. I I actually found it from like a really old, uh, when I first started trying to write stand-up like three years ago.
1: Just Uh, like a little note you had?
0: It was just like a little note. I found some of my old notes from when I first started trying to write stand-up, but I had no idea how to write jokes. Not that I'm good at it now, but at least I know how to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they were just so nonsensical and just like not jokes at all, but I found like this hunting idea that I had, and I've been trying to write jokes about it. Um, I say the hunting equivalent for me would to be wait eight hours in the rain for a Big Mac. I'd have to carry it home, be disappointed with the taste, and then change clothes so people wouldn't know what I spent my day doing.
1: i like wait, that um expand you can expand on that part more i think i do before it. i just picked out that one line because you know
0: how like when you're hunting like you have to wait takes it, yeah. it, your entire day like you just sit out in the rain in the forest and wait for something to walk by you're fucking and, like,
1: camping with no food <laughs> like
0: <laughs> people won't get anything like they won't kill anything while they're hunting and then they'll drive by six supermarkets on their way home and show up empty handed for, you know, it just, yeah, it just doesn't really make any sense to me. It's like, haven't these people heard of a ticket counter?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you said that to us last time that ticket counter line. Oh, did I? I like it. I like it. Just that's why it didn't hit us as hard.
0: I'm just kind of like, and then I start, and, and I kind of want to expand it from here into like something that's not about hunting. And I'm not sure where I'm going to go with it because it's like, I personally couldn't hunt because I wouldn't want to kill an animal. But, uh, you know, but murder's only fine when you let professionals do it. It's like the death penalty or the army.
1: Maybe, okay.
0: I got to expand. I'm going to work on that.
1: I think you should tackle the idea of, like, how hunting is a sport. Like, attack the mindset of a person who, like, treats hunting, like, religiously or, like, hunts, like, for, like, sporting purposes or whatever. Like, we'll get into that person's head and be like, what the fuck are they thinking? And It's like... Well, you have to be
0: careful there. But I don't know what comedian did this, but I know it's been said because I wrote it down and I was like, this, I think this is a cliched line is, like, I, I'm, I know someone said it where it's uh, you know they call it a sport, but I don't consider it a sport when the other team
1: doesn't know they're playing. Mm, that's a classic. I think I've definitely heard that before, but you don't have to like, go into that thing. It's just sort of like I don't know. Um, what am I trying to say,
0: Chris? Can I go ahead and just I don't know what's going on. I'm getting your text messages like super late. Like I got
1: my phone. For some reason, when it when it comes to like uh, the green shit, like texting people, that's not through iMessage, it gets all funky. Which is so if a, I'm in don't a make group it sound chat. like
0: I, I'm we're in a group chat with Joe who doesn't have an iPhone. I, I have an iPhone, of course.
1: No, I know, but it's Joe's phone's fault.
0: Right, uh, Joe's
1: fault.
2: <laughs> my free phone. I got from a friend. What phone do you have? A Samsung Galaxy S eight. Interesting yeah oh i found the two jokes i was thinking about earlier which are oh, yeah, all right so one's kind of it's like a premise and i kind of got ideas of what to say well, it's just like uh people have to be careful um with like the last words like you want your last words to be like oh yeah it's definitely not loaded or like something like that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude it's that's I- like a. that's kind of like in a what's it called What's the show that just... Tiger King, the dude who accidentally killed himself with a blank?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: It was sad. It like, was. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I refuse to watch that show. I'm not going to lie. You should. Uh, if a- you're going to do... Well, you can maybe t- tie it to your hunting thing, but it's pretty entertaining. For, like, not, like... In t- not, for its intentions not being comedy, it's fucking hilarious. Like, At least in my it's,
2: opinion. It's just, like, these are real people... These are actual
0: hicks. Oh, let me run one more. I just found one line that I, that I wanted to run by you, but I forgot where it was on the page. Um, because, like, of course, like, like because people are going to look at me if I'm doing an anti-hunting bit and it's going to seem hypocritical, I feel like, because clearly I, you know, because it's like, of course I eat meat, but, like, I don't do the slaughtering myself. Like, I couldn't kill an animal. Like, if I had to hack up a cow every time I wanted a steak, I would probably actually know where the kale is in the produce section. <laughs> That's good. All right. Okay, Joe, proceed with your other joke, please. All
2: right. Then I... okay. Oh yeah. And then I think... i uh, looking at the saying that, uh, like, uh, people say, like, oh, uh, men ruin everything. If women ruled the world, uh, there'd be, like, peace everywhere and stuff. I'm going to be like, no, that's not true, because women would fight each other because they're zodiac signs. And they go to war based off, like, a different country zodiac. And it's just like uh They'll be like, for example, my birthday is January 30th. What's my zodiac sign? And they'll be like, oh, it's whatever it is. They're like, all right. And then uh, during CPR, what's the ratio of breaths to compressions? And they're going to say, like, nothing. And I don't know. I thought it was 2 30 in the morning.
1: I don't think that's like a terrible idea. I think you just got to take a different yeah, angle from it. it. I Can
0: would I tell you that you, that reminded me of that Mulaney bit. I told you that, right?
2: You told me that. I just, it's, is it different enough or no?
0: No, I think it's definitely different enough, but Mulaney has that bit where he's like, there could never be an Ocean's Eleven of women because uh, two would always be breaking off to talk shit about the other nine.
1: They ended up making one, didn't they?
0: And they did, and that that Mulaney special came out. Ocean's Nine, though, I think. They did that. Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Eight, yeah. Horrible Um, film. Great actresses. I think it was poorly written.
1: Also, Joe. For that joke, I think what you should do is you should open it up with the idea of like women just or like some women take zodiac signs too seriously, um, and then go into some of the things. It's like imagine if they were running countries, and well, that sounds terrible. (laughs) You say it like that. Um,
0: (laughs) I think you definitely have to round it out with picking on men who are currently leading.
2: Yeah, like what if Trump? Yeah, you could
1: even say that. Like, imagine, like, if world leaders were, like, so hung up with, like, the zodiac signs and just make all those odd decisions. I think you could do,
0: like, the women astrological sign joke and then make a very stereotypical men joke.
1: Or, honestly, you could just do this, like, a zodiac thing. You could say something like, it's like, oh, like, imagine if, like, the president of the United States was just, like, just sent a nuke and nuked another country. You'd be like, oh, no, it's because I'm a cancer. <laughs> like, just that's, like, you know, people, like, always make excuses. Oh, I'm a Gemini. Just- stop that. You can just yeah. make it silly if you want That to. is
0: one of my I am actually working on a bit about that right now because when I was working in a bank um if anything would happen during the day people would go in and they would be like, "Yeah, I got in my car and it was out of gas. Guess it's cuz of the full moon." <laughs> like, well. No, it's probably you no gas in your car 3 days ago, you jackass. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just because a mistake you made two weeks ago is now biting you in the ass today, it's not based on the moon cycle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just because you ran out of money last week and couldn't <laughs> afford gas, it's. <laughs> oh
0: Jesus! People are <laughs>
1: ridiculous, man. I need to get. I need to get back out in public so I can come up with more material. Dude, that's exactly what I'm thinking. It's like I was everything I'm writing for the most part has been like ideas I wrote down, like. A month ago or like a while ago, I never got to like writing a full thing down. I finally wrote saying there's just an idea yesterday after like a week or two. Just like one little thing. But it's just hard to come up with ideas when you're just in a box and even when you leave the house, you're just going in a circle in your neighborhood or whatever, you know?
0: I think my coronavirus bit, if you want to call it that, is like when we come out of this and I'm doing sets again, I'm gonna talk about how I was home and I felt like I was thirteen again. Because I was like I started playing yeah. I started playing video games again. I haven't played video games in years, and then i, I was playing with my my buddy the other day, and uh, we're right in the middle of a game, and he was like, "Oh guys, I'll be right back. I got to go help my mom with the groceries a little drunk that's so true and I was like, "Oh my God, it would just give me flashbacks to like eighth grade
1: no that's exactly how I feel It's like I Made a decision kind of like a year ago, a little over a year ago. I was like, I'm just never gonna play my old games. I'll maybe play once in a while on like a friend's console thing, or if like I'm busy, like doing whatever. You sound but like I just <laughs> yeah, it's honestly. <laughs> I'm honestly only gonna take
0: one is. out of my friend's pack if he has them, and it's only <laughs> two or more beers. I will have one cigarette for two beers. That's
1: honestly, I maybe could write a bit about that now that I now that you mentioned that, but like I just. Made that decision because I wasted so much time. But like now that I literally have nothing to do, I had this computer that I was just like gonna sell. But it's like, well, I'm gonna I was gonna sell in a couple months. Might as well just use it now to play a couple games or something. Yeah, why it's not? Like, I don't know. Because
2: You can't. There's nothing to do at all.
0: Because like, there's no free this. from schoolwork anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Because you do your homework online in the same place that you would do anything else. Exactly. There's no, like, leaving and coming back where you feel like you've done something.
2: And then also, like, you can't, like, hang out with your friends. Like, if you're at school, you're hanging out with your friends once you're done class stuff. But then back home, you hang with your friends at home once you're mm-hmm. done, like, working or whatever you're doing during your day. But now it's that's, just, like.
1: That's what sucks. It's, like, I got neighborhood friends, but we can't hang out because we've all, we go to, like, different campuses. And so we all, it's kind of just, like, this whole thing is you're just betting, like, oh, yeah. Oh, not even just that your friend or whatever so you're just betting on the fact that your friends friends haven't been idiots the past like couple weeks you know
0: That's yeah point as well i feel like now that we've circled back to the coronavirus talk that we opened with and i was just checking the time i feel like this would be a good place to stop recording like it can't come to like a soft ending because like I would in the studio because there's no like queue. I kind of just have to be like, okay guys, we've hit a decent amount of time. Let's stop recording Mm -hmm. so I can send a decent sized audio file to producer Will. So we're basically like, um, is there any final remarks, any final things you want to get on for the public before we close down the public part of this conversation? I really appreciate you guys doing this, by the way. I don't know if I thanked you at the top. I mean, I really wanted to do an episode, and I didn't think there would be a better way to do it than just get a couple, like, you know, people we're comfortable talking to into a Zoom call and just kind of, like, you know, bash out some jokes and kind of BS around for a little bit. Hey, this was fun, dude. This was fun. I don't know about Thank Joe. But- Joe, is there anything you want to slide back in for the public before we end the uh, the broadcast?
2: Uh, I don't know. I could also be praying super heavily tonight and the rest of my life praying for... Uh forgiveness from god um wagman's pizza 8.1 frozen pizza
0: yeah if you're in that local part of pennsylvania go check out
1: it's it's an east coast thing it's a big east coast thing
0: oh is it i've never heard of wagman's i I don't get out much no i really don't get out
2: (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having us charlie
0: yeah thank you guys and uh i'm gonna send this off i hopefully this is a fruitful conversation i mean i think it was anyway but i hope it can be shared with others is what i'm trying to say
1: i hope so too or no one can listen to it who knows
0: (laughs) doesn't really matter at least it benefited us
1: yes that's the way i'm looking at it i got something to do for two hours
0: all right thank you guys